Hello and welcome to episode 18. 18? Yeah, episode 18 of Life in Journal. My name is Nick. I'm Ian. And uh, as always, you can check us out on our, our website, lifeinjournalpodcast.com. Uh, email us at lifeinjournalmi at gmail.com. Check us out on uh, Twitter at lifeinjournalmi, on Facebook at Life uh, Journal Podcast. Uh, we're on uh, iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, a bunch of other places. Mm-hmm. Podbean now. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was going to get into. Before um, we get into our topic, I was going to do some, a little housekeeping stuff. Um, so before we we used to house the show on, uh, we used to host the show. I'm sorry on uh, on SoundCloud, but it seems like SoundCloud is kind of a, a dying ship. Yeah, I know they. That's what I'm hearing. Anyway. <clears throat> they were supposed to vote. The board was supposed to vote this past Friday on whether or not just to shut the whole system down because I guess they're like hundreds of millions of dollars in debt. Oh. So it's not a good place to be. No, no, but I never did hear, you know, the result of it. So we decided to move. So we're with Podbean now. Right. So you can check us out on Podbean. Um, we're up on there. We've got, uh, all previous 17 episodes of the show on, on Podbean. You can check us out. Um, so yeah, you can go over, over there and follow us now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I use Podbean myself. I have for, for a long time. Yeah. You like it? Yeah. Yeah. Every, everything I listen to is on there, so. What I can say from a from a podcasting standpoint, it's it's cheaper. Is it than, than SoundCloud? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So well, and it's it's I don't know. SoundCloud's kind of a general thing too. Well, Sound, SoundCloud is more music based, right? There's a lot of smaller artists and stuff that post their music on there. Mm-hmm. Um, Even bigger artists, I've seen some stuff. Well, yeah, there. yeah. So that's that's kind of the whole the history behind that site. So it's. It's kind of hard to host your show on on SoundCloud and have other people find it on there, right? Um, yeah, that, just, that's it, my biggest problem. They, is... People won't stumble across your show on on SoundCloud, right? Well, they will on on Podbean, right? Because it's it, like I said, it's more specifically for podcasts, and well, it is specifically for podcasts. Yeah, so there's yeah, nothing is, else in there is. that I can find. So, um, so outside of the hosting thing, um, we've been kind of kicking around the idea. I don't know about you, Ian, but. I, I really enjoyed doing our, you know, top 10 movies lists and things like that. No, so, I hated it. It was, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was. <laughs> um, so we, we kind of kicked around the idea of doing something different. Right. So starting here in a couple of weeks, we're going to start a show called uh, The Entertainment Now Podcast. Mm-hmm. So every, it'll be a short episode, 30, 40, 40, 30 to 45 minutes or so, yep. where we're going to take uh, you know, just one movie or one album and we're kind of dissect it and go through it. Right. So give, our, give it, our insight into it and whatever. And for all the people out there that hate our political views, <laughs> it will be, a po- it'll be a political free show. So. Yes. Although we've been pretty good about keeping this one relatively we politically have. free. I, too, I, you know, it, I, I don't think it's, it's, I don't think it's anything conscious that i'm doing it just i'm, I'm kind of tired of talking about yeah, it. yeah i i i know me when we're talking about show topics it's my my mind goes directly to what's not political right now yeah you know what can we so talk I'm about it's not politics i'm just tired of talking about it but uh so yeah the new show the entertainment now podcast um it'll have its own facebook presence its own 
everything. Mm-hmm. It's got the the page. There's actually already a page up for that new show on our website, uh, lifeandjournalpodcast.com. So check it out on there. Um, and like I said, we'll of, of course we'll send out you know put on post on Facebook and everything when uh, when the first episode airs. Right. Um, and then so kind of takes me back to our other show that we currently do, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> which is it, it's kind of funny our. Our little podcast thing is turning into a podcast network kind of. Right. But, uh, so we, besides life in general, we currently do another show called Partisan Bites, mm-hmm. which we kind of, we, we alternate weeks doing shows, 10, 15 minutes, which is all politics. It's all that kind of stuff. Right. Politics opinion, and news. And, and news, news, yeah. I, I, I try, opinion, I try to do a little bit more news, but, um, yeah. so we're kind of, kind of, we're going to end that. We're no longer going to do Partisan Bites. We're going to recast it as something new because unfortunately with my work schedule i don't have i don't have a lot of time to dedicate to doing a show right right on our on the weekends i work so ian's gonna be taking over Mm -hmm. ian what's the name of your show gonna be ian takes on the world and uh it's gonna be fun well it'll be fun for me i don't know about anyone listening to it (laughs) Uh, but yeah it's uh i don't know it's 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 still we're we're still putting it together and yeah so that uh, that'll be out hopefully hopefully you'll have an episode out this maybe next week ne- I'm, next, I'm, next that's weekend. my goal to have we're gonna shoot for for ian's show be out on uh, next weekend um but it's gonna be the same thing you know i think that's kind of where we fell down with partisan bites was we kind of ran it through life in general right so all of our shows from here on out are going to have their own separate, separate it'd, be, it'd be a separate entity. So Ian's show will be a separate entity. Uh, Entertainment Now will be its own thing. Um, so there's no mixing of No everything. overlap. There's either. no overlap. Because, yeah. yeah. you know, because that was the thing with, I like doing Partisan Bites, um, but I didn't really want to post overly political things on the Life in General feed. Right. Because that's right. kind of not what Life in General is. No. Not not directly. Not directly. Yeah. You know, but... So it'd be interesting. I, th- I think it'd be, I think it'd be better running it that way. Yeah, yeah. And if I'm with with this, I'm going to try to be a bit more professional too. I'm going to. No, you uh, won't. <laughs> yes, no, I, I am. I, I I'm going to write, script my stuff out, and and actually, I can say. So we've been doing this show for eight months now. Thereabouts. I think this is only. The, I think this is the first time Ian actually has something scripted sitting in front of him. Well, no, it's not scripted. It's it's chicken notes. scratch. It's notes. notes. It's notes, yes. It's notes. And actually I I've got extensive notes for what we're going to talk about today. Right. Actually I, I'm I'm kind of proud of the notes I put up I put together. So I'm actually going to I'm going to post these notes on our blog okay. on our website so yep. everyone can kind of read them. And That's, I and I don't know if you read if you read it, but I actually posted something on the on our website. I haven't I haven't had a chance to yet, but I will. Um, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> But uh, and that's kind of what I one of the reasons I want to script is because it'll it'll get me in the in the process of writing again, yeah. and I can be a bit more regular about my writing, kind of create a habit out of it. Yeah, you know, so it's a good outlet. Yeah, I mean, I, I like to write, but I'm I just it's not a regular thing. If I'm giving myself deadlines and and focus, yeah. Um, once I start, I I probably won't stop. Well, it's good. So, yeah, because I have that addictive personality. So yeah, look for uh, look for Ian takes on the world. Hopefully next week, mm-hmm. um, and then entertainment now. The first episode probably in a couple of weeks. Yep, yep. Well, that that'll be going out the same week as Life in General, then, right? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we I'll, can probably I'll, I'll maybe really, stagger. I, yeah, I was thinking about staggering it. Yeah. 
but not I wouldn't stagger it by a week, maybe like half a week or something. Like I don't know. We can well we can yeah. discuss that. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll let you guys know before it goes. Yeah, out. yeah. We'll, I'll post everything online about it. Um, so yeah, that's the that's the housekeeping of the week. Yeah. Um, so of the bye week, really. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Chuckle at if you want to say if you want to be correct, I guess. Well, I learned from watching you. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, so our for our topic for the week, it's. It's a little, it's a little different. It's something we haven't really kind of talked about before. It's a little, little, uh, self-help-ish. Well, I've, uh, what's that? The idea came from a self-help-ish kind of spot. I yeah. So yes. I read this article on Facebook. I don't know. It's been months ago mm-hmm. and I've, it's been sitting there and I've been wanting to talk about it on a show, but we, I don't know. We've had a lot of other things going on. Right. The past eight months. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, so the article, it's called 13 Things You Should Give Up If You Want to Be Successful. It, I've never heard of this the, the author before, and I can't even pronounce his name. No. He uh, calls himself Z. Yeah, he calls himself Z. What is it, medium.com? Yeah, yeah I, and I'm going to post a link. Okay. When, I'm gonna post the, when I post the notes on the, on the website, I'll post the link for the article on there also. Right, right. Just to give somebody, if somebody reads my notes, it won't maybe necessarily make a lot of sense, but... They have the point of reference, plus yeah. give credit to where the exactly, source material. Exactly. So. so the guy's name is, is Z-D-R-A-V-K-O is his first name, mm-hmm. which right. would you like to try to say that? I, I'm going to assume that the Z is probably signed when it's Dravko. Maybe. That makes okay. sense. His last name is C-V-I-J-E-T-I-C. Uh, I don't know. I'm not even going to try. Come on, I try. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to butcher You're, somebody's it, name. It, it's, it's bad. It's. I'm pretty sure uh, I'm, I'm, the C is probably silent there. So Vegetico, Vegetka, Vegetic. I don't know. Vegetic. Yeah, yeah I, or, I don't know. I I'm not good with the that kind of uh, when the you know with names that are. I butcher names. Yeah, I I, 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 I try, but I absolutely butcher them. So um, I mean, I'm going to assume this is a a, a Russian name, or it lo- it looks, something in that yeah, that general the, region. Yeah, the old Soviet block. Yeah, and, yeah, Czechoslovakia. I don't know. Yeah. But it's I'm not. I've never been good with those kind of Russian words and stuff. Don't they don't roll off my tongue very yeah. well? So, um, so kind of the thing that kind of caught me. <clears throat> thing that kind of caught my attention was the the very beginning of it um it says somebody once told me the definition of hell it says uh on your last day on earth the person you became will meet the person you could have become yeah i thought that was kind of interesting the the contrast between the two because i think everyone's like that everyone looks back on their life i'm sure at some point and says you know i i could have I, I could have done this if i would have done this or i've been doing that for the last five years just five years well <laughs> Let's just say I've been more realistic about it in the yes. last five years. Yes. Sure. Um, yeah. And it, I just, I just found it really interesting. You know, there's, so there's 13 points of this article. We're probably not going to have time to go through all 13 of them. I don't know. We can try. We can try if we just go one by one. So, so the first one, and I guess a little bit of context here. I, when I read through these, I'm, I don't think, I'm not sure how you, how you looked at it, but I kind of looked at it not necessarily as something that an individual mm-hmm. could do, but maybe the individual and society as a whole could do it to be a better society, to be a more successful society. I suppose. I guess it, 
I know I, I looked at it more from a from an individual perspective because yeah. um, I'm very literal, but or at least I tend to be. Um, I guess it just depends, and you have to take into account too. This is this is I don't know where, how we're going to approach this because I haven't read your notes yet, but um, I'm definitely on the more defensive side of this yeah. article. I, I'm not defending it, but more defensive against it. There was because who? First of all, what is your definition of successful? I, I, I guess it's successful as far as whatever you want to do, whatever goals in life you want to achieve. Well, I, for me, let's just say my goal, my ideal goal, aside from, you know, I, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> I like just sitting and doing nothing. That's, that's a goal. I mean, it su- can be a goal. Success is something different to each person. Well, that that's essentially where why I approach this com- kind of from a, a, and, a defense and, and the point vagueness of view the vagueness of some of the stuff in there. Is, yeah, yeah. Is, but I mean, here we'll we'll go through some of it. Right. So start so, with the first one. So number one is give up on the unhealthy lifestyle. Right. It says take care of your body. It's the only place. It's the only place you have to live. It's Jim Rowan or something like that. Is the is the Rowan? Quote yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it says uh, if you want to achieve anything in life, everything starts here. First, you have to take care of your health, and there are only two things you need to keep in mind. One, a healthy diet, and two, physical activity. Obvi- you know, obviously, it's yeah, really it's, simple stuff. I, it's, I, it, even in my notes, I wrote, no-brainer. Well, <laughs> it, it says small steps, but you have to thank yourself, but you will thank yourself every one, one day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, like you said, it's it's the vagary that we really had a lot of trouble with, but mm-hmm. that's, and we'll get to it near the end uh, when we kind of sum up everything, but. There's a lot of this. That's why. That's why I think we. I, I approached it as like a. What did I? What did I say in the in the text I sent you when after I read it? Self help Google yeah, bullshit. So, yeah, something like that. Because it is. It is a lot of its vagary. Okay. And healthy lifestyle. Yes, of course. That you can't be successful if you're, you know, six hundred pounds and you can't get out of bed, or if you're sick and and constantly in the hospital. Yeah, your success in life is going to be very difficult. But it, it's not a defining factor. No. You know, there's a lot of unhealthy people who are successful. But that's why I kind of looked at it and as... A lot of unhealthy people, or a lot of super healthy people that are not. I know, but that's why I looked at it not necessarily as an individual basis, mm-hmm. but also on a societal basis. And, you know, it's, today's society, it's, it's, it's all too easy to be unhealthy. Well, you it's know, also with, all too expensive not to be unhealthy, yeah, you, know, you, know? you know. But with households, with t- typically most households now... Both parents work, uh-huh. you know, the available family time is, is zero, zero to, you know, to yeah. nothing. So it's, it's, it's a lot easier for a parent to come home late, tired. It, there's a lot of stuff to do. It's a lot easier just to stop through McDonald's right. or something on the way home mm-hmm. and eat junk or, you know, whatever, even just pizza, whatever. Yeah. It's, you know, but I understand firsthand, you know, it, it, how hard it is to kind of juggle a whole family and a career and right. everything else that goes along with both of them. Right. Um, but it, you need to make it a priority to be healthier. Not only like true, I said, true. But again, that, that, that kind of goes down to an individual level anyway. Um, well, look at, look at, uh, Michelle Obama. She tried that, tried to push forward that, that healthy school lunch program. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's on a societal level. That's a good, good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, is it really practical to, I don't know, like I said, it's, it's, it's a no brainer. We all should be trying to be healthier, mm-hmm. but, but not only, and but, if we're all healthier society benefits from, but that. the thing is not only, and that's why I said, you know, it, looking at, 
individual and society is yes, you should be everyone. Everyone should be healthier. Right. Everyone should think of their health. But the other, the other thing is, is creating healthy habits for your family. You know, the, the healthy habits that myself and my wife create for our children, our children will hopefully continue through their lives and pass along to their children. You know, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll flounder a bit. They will. Cause everyone does. <laughs> yeah. Everyone does. You know, it's not, there's no magic bullet, you know? So right. I think that's actually one of that the, is one of the, <laughs> it is one of the, topics one of the 13 too. and, uh, actually is it, uh, um, number six, number six. And actually my, my last note on here, it says this ties to number six. Okay. okay. Cause it's kind of, it's along the same lines. Yeah. But I think that's probably true of all of them. Yeah. So, uh, that, like I said, in my notes, I pretty much said no brainer. That was, yeah. Yeah. um, so the no, next one, I think we could probably move on to the next one then. Yeah. So number two was give up the short term mindset. Mm-hmm. You only live once, but if you do it right, once is enough. Right. It's a quote from May, May West. West. Yeah. Says uh, successful people set long term goals, and they know these aims are merely the result of short term habits that they need to do every day. I don't know why that didn't sound right when I was reading it first, mm. but you know these healthy habits shouldn't be something you do. They should be something you embody. Which I you know I I get. Uh-huh. Um. You know, it seems that we've gotten away from setting, at least on a societal level, long-term goals. Right. Everything seems to be, the the trend is kind of live in the moment, not really think about tomorrow, your future, the future, your family. And I think it's kind of something that at one time in our history was kind of the embodiment of the the so-called American dream. What's that? Building a future. Building L- a future. Looking forward. Looking yeah. forward. Okay. You know, building a future for your family. And it seems like we've completely gotten away uh, away from that. Yeah, I suppose, but it's difficult. This is one of the things that I, I was having trouble with is it's it's difficult to set long-term goals if yeah. you, say, live paycheck to paycheck because your long-term goals are literally five to seven days. That's it. That's the extent that you can plan. That's the extent that you can focus. No, I, I don't think so. As far yeah, it, it is um, because literally, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, there's no savings account. There's but no there, checking but there, account. But there's a lot of people that live like that that still go to college, do oh, other things. Oh, of course. I mean, of course. There are still long-term There's goals. a lot of people out there who can work three jobs and go to college. Yeah. I work one job, and I can barely stand up when I get home. But, you know, as a, uh, as a tool for being successful, you have to understand that there are limitations, too. Short-term mindsets are necessity Mm -hmm. nobody sits around who doesn't have those problems and says you know what i'm only gonna live right now i mean some people do yeah there's a lot of people uh, if you can afford to but i'm talking about just normal people nobody's living in the short-term mindset essentially everyone's always you know worried about well, this bill's due next week. Know. The kids have this next I see, week. I see a lot They're, of people. There's a lot of young people I come in contact with. Your dogs are having fun. I know. My dogs are crazy. <laughs> so there's, I mean, there's a lot of younger people I come in contact with and have conversations with that I don't think have any kind of long-term plan. Right. That think of nothing but this weekend. Do you think it's any different now, though, than it was when we were in, say, high school? Or, I don't know. Or, or I don't know. Because obviously I, I, it's hard to... It's hard to look at the context of the two. Right. You know, well, because obviously I mean, I'm not part of this younger generation. Well, so that's I what I mean, though. But you're looking at it, you're looking at this younger generation 
from an adult perspective. Yeah. You know, from someone who's been there. I think I've always had at some level long-term goals and things that I wanted to work to a towards. degree. I think to we a, all to do. To a degree. Yeah. Um, Life has a tendency to get in the way a lot. It, of course it does. Stuff. You know, obviously I didn't, I, I wasn't planning on waiting until my thirties to go to college and right. get a degree and, and all that stuff. So obviously, yeah, life, life kind of gets in the way sometimes. Yeah. So I don't know my, my notes I put in, I mean, it's like you, you pointed out initially, you know, it's the, you know, there's people who, who live in the now and then there's people who dwell in the past and there's people who look so far into the future that they're forgetting what they're doing. Yes. Now. So there, it, there's a balance. There is a balance, and I think this, as far as this um, article goes, it probably could have been worded better in that sense. Maybe instead of saying, give up short-term mindset, yeah. balancing your, your goals realistically with where you're at now, using your past to learn from, mm-hmm. but moving forward. Yeah. You know, maybe that that was my biggest problem with it. Um, a lot of these I put in parentheses in my notes, duh. <laughs> Well, I, it's I like, know, but it's but it's a lot of the stuff. Obviously, you should have goals and things like that. But I, I, I don't think, like I said, it feels like society has really gotten away from a lot of it. Yes, mm. a lot of this should be common sense kind of things, right? But they don't seem to be anymore. Well, no, but I, we're also in a in a, in a situation on a societal level too, where most people, their long term goals are just to make sure that there's a roof over our heads next month. Yeah. That's gonna that's gonna put a damper could, on any other successful long term goals. Always, it doesn't mean that your it doesn't mean your long term goals need to be something you're gonna put into place right now. Right. That's why they're long term goals. This is what I want to work towards eventually. Right. So let's take a small step. But you know, it, but as far as that goes, I mean, most people all right. Take a single mother mm-hmm. whose her her goals right now are to make sure that her kid or kids. Are fed, yeah, and she has to work three jobs to do mm-hmm. that. Oh yeah, her long-term goals literally are no that no. She may want to be a doctor down the road or something, but, but I know, she's but I know, but I know a lot of people in that situation. Years. I know a lot of people in that situation that have worked towards oh, something course. bigger. There's that, exceptions to everything. I don't think that's the exception. It shouldn't be the exception. It shouldn't be the exception. But we live in a society where that is the exception because it's too easy to to just kind of give up. And do what you need to at that. Well, moment. and that's probably going to go to the number four because that, that I had a big well, problem yeah. with that. But really, yeah, I did actually. Okay, hold on. Um, so, so let's get to number three. Okay. So number three is give up on playing small, which kind of makes right. sense. You know, it says if you ever try and take great opportunities or allow your dreams to become realities, you will never unleash your true potential, and the world will never benefit from what you could have achieved. So voice your ideas. Don't be afraid to fail, and certainly don't be afraid to succeed. That last part, afraid to succeed, uh-huh. I see a lot of fucking people. Oh, and I'm do. probably guilty of it myself. Oh. I'm, I, I know I am <clears throat> extremely guilty of that. But the thing is, you know, obviously you can't be afraid to fail. You and and when I've been in training situations where I've where I've been training a new person, that's always one thing I always tell them. Mm-hmm. First off, don't be afraid to fail. Don't right. be afraid to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing is, if you're going to make a mistake, learn from it. You mm-hmm. know, so. And and it's kind of been my mantra for ten plus years or so. So you know if 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 you're if you spend all your time you're afraid of failure or afraid to succeed, you never accomplish anything any of the larger goals you want to set that you want to do in your life. Right. Yeah. There's nothing wrong necessarily with that. It's just 
you know, uh, I will say that initially when I was first reading through this, the the head the the, the header of that that number of number three giving up on playing small. I, I interpreted it differently. What did you think it was? The idea that, you know, that like the old saying, you have to spend money to make money kind of yeah. thing. You know, and, and let's face it, most of the time when we're looking at, when we're thinking about being successful, we we look at that in terms of financial security, financial independence, all that stuff. Yeah. And when I saw that, I'm thinking, okay, that's right there is that conservative mindset, that mm-hmm. idea that, Everybody can be rich. All you have to do is just don't play, you know, don't play small. But it's easy for someone to say that who already has everything so they can afford to play big. Yeah. And I guess if you're if you're looking at it from that perspective, it's that number three is bullshit. No, yeah. But But once I read it through, I still think it does apply to a point, but I agree a hundred percent with not wanting not don't be afraid to fail, don't be afraid to succeed. Um we learn from our failures. Yeah. But it is tough because again, very I'm tough. very guilty of being, th- of being think, afraid to succeed. But I'm every, extremely afraid to fail. Too. Everyone, I think everyone thinks like that uh, uh, to a certain extent. But you know, the, there's a fine line also between being afraid to fail and being reckless, right? You know, and, right. And so you, you, there's there's a balance in there that you there, that, there is. That you need to walk. Now, here's the question: How do you define the balance? Or that balance? How do you? How can you? It's 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 hard. By you know, by failing, I, I guess. well, yeah, yeah, obviously, you know, I think reckless. Let's see if I if I want to go start a business, I think being reckless is not knowing anything about the business, what I'm getting into, right. and then mortgaging mortgaging my house to fund that. But I think that'd be kind of a reckless kind of thing to do, right? But you know, obviously, if you know what you're getting yourself into, if you've done your research, if you know, if you've got, if you have a solid plan for what you're going to do, mm. it balances out the 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 recklessness i think i suppose i suppose i just i i i don't know like i said maybe even approaching it after i started re- after i read it through a few times and started writing my notes down i've always i put up i had already put up this wall of defense against this i all these ideas as being just generic yeah self-help but kind of you know because let's let's face it the very idea of self-help makes no sense because you're you're going to somebody else to find out how to help yourself it's not self-help well because a lot of times it's hard to see your faults your failures looking at yourself and that's why it's it's i think imperative that people have somebody that they can talk to that, that that can kind of help them out to see where they're going wrong in life i guess i suppose i again it's like i said i it's really hard to self-evaluate it is, and or in my case, I over self evaluate, <laughs> big time. But 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 like I said, you know, it's hard to see your faults, right? You know, because all I see because a lot of times you don't want to see them. <laughs> I don't see but any you know, strengths. I see nothing but faults. You know, but sometimes you need to take a risk. Sometimes just and have faith that it's going to work out. Uh, you know, I don't like it, that word. What faith? Why? It doesn't. It doesn't necessarily mean anything religious. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. But but uh, um, I just don't like the word. Well, I don't know, but like I said, sometimes you need to have faith that it's going to work out, uh-huh. you know, and, and if it doesn't, you need to grow and learn from the experience uh-huh. and, and don't give up trying just because it didn't work the first time or it's too difficult. Right. Right. So, and this kind of ties into number seven too, also. Does it? Thought, yeah. Which I thought, but we'll get Yeah, to it that. does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. Some of, some of it's a little repetitive, yeah, but it's all right. Yeah. 
Well, let's go to number four because that one I kind of want to approach a little differently. Yeah. So it says, uh, give up, it says, give up your excuses. Uh, success, successful people know that they are responsible for their life, no matter their starting point, weaknesses Mm -hmm. and past failures, realizing that they're responsible for what happens next in your life is both frightening and exciting. And when you do that, that becomes the only way you can become successful, which I, you know, successful, it's, it's, it's different to everyone. But right. Anyway, right. Be, um, well, I think we established that it's, there's a different, everyone has a different definition of what success entails. But it says, uh, because excuses limit and prevent us from growing personally and professionally. Own your life. No one else will. Right. This so is the one the, that, I mean. So what's the issue you have? No, I don't have an issue. That's why I was going to say, I was saying I was approaching this one a little differently. Oh, I got you. I, for the most part, I kind of agree with that. I mean, you you look around you and you can see that, at least for me, I look back on, on choices I've made. I know the ones that were wrong. Where I'm at now is where I'm supposed to be at based on choices I've made in the past. Yes. Only I can change that. If I want, if I want to change that, I'm the only one who can do mm-hmm. that. And looking back, they were still all my choices. Yes. No excuses, just my choices. Um. So yeah, I, I that's probably the only one that I truly kind of agreed with to a degree. So there's this great I don't know. Do you know who John Wooden is? Well, he was. I don't so he was the know. he was this great college basketball coach for the UCLA. Yeah. Why would you U- even ask me? If UCLA Bruins because because he's done a lot of stuff after he retired. Okay, he died a couple of years ago. But anyway, he's got this great quote I've always thought was was perfect. It says, "Don't whine, don't complain, and don't make excuses." Uh-huh. I mean, it's just. It's not really a quote, is it? Yeah, I mean, you're quoting it's, him. It's, I'm quoting him, yeah. but and it and it it seems like you know in a world where it seems that that most people that's all they do is make excuses for everything that they do. There's yeah. there's it seems like there's very little personal responsibility anymore. Right. Well, and is I don't know is that a is that an American thing? You think? I don't know. I live in America, so that's the only thing I see. Yeah, I suppose. I, I just, I don't know. It's. Um, I don't know if it is or not. But well, where does that come from? Does that come from this idea that, uh, you know, participation is everything? You know, like participate, participation awards rather than rewarding success as for children specifically. Yeah. Um, but instead of doing just rewarding success and learning from failure, you're rewarding everybody. So that there's never any quite possible. There's no failure. So there's no reason to grow. And then when you finally do have to fail or do fail, you don't don't understand the consequences of that. Or you don't know how to cope with it. Yeah. Or learn from it. Yeah. yeah, You know, little Timmy can't fail. You know, he's got to get, you know, look at all those participation awards. He's he's perfect. Exactly. exactly. (laughs) But, you know, I hear people on TV and in the media and even the government Mm -hmm. talk a big game about, personal responsibility and and being accountable for your actions none of them and no and they and 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 but very little in their actions say you know do or say the same thing you know they they'll tell you they'll talk about personal responsibility and then they go off and do the complete opposite and then they make excuses about all of it so yeah yeah i mean so it's it's around you all the time yeah but again it kind of goes to uh, it's a no-brainer in my opinion it always has been you know I mean, we grew up when now that kind of participation achievement bullshit was starting. Yeah, but it was it wasn't ex- it wasn't executed in our in our in the, our rearing it, the way we were raised. No, no, no. It, but it, it was going on 
in school when I was in school. Well, but, you of course. Know, I, I yeah, came, you saw it. I don't know about other people, but I can't. I grew up in a very blue collar family. Yeah. You know where my dad went off and worked. You know, a lot. Seventy two yeah. hours a week. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and never called out and went to work and did went above and beyond his job to support help. your family. Well, no, n- not necessarily family, but to to accomplish the goals at work. Right. Right. You know, he went above and beyond and. After living in the South, where that kind of thing doesn't happen, for at least from what I saw, a lot of the people I worked with in the South, it was, they did just enough to get by. Uh-huh. It was, there was no solid work ethic there. If, I, it, I it, think that's if, kind it, of across the board. If, if anything, I saw them bitch and complain about the the work that they needed to do. There was right. no, no, there was no buckle down, get your hands dirty, let's get the job done. That's not a Southern a thing. That. That's... And I, and I would say that's probably even more of a generational thing than a it, it might thing. be. It so, might be because I've noticed that too. You see it. The younger the generation, the less likely they are to go the extra mile for mm-hmm. their work, yeah, or even achieve really what they should be achieving on a basic level. But again, I think that ties into that whole um, just participating, just being there is enough. Yeah. You know, that mentality that, you know, every, every, every single child is a special little snowflake and, and they're, and they're <laughs> I, I've never, I, I just have never agreed with that ever. And, and that's coming from, from someone who's relatively yeah. liberal. Um, well, you know, people also baby their children yeah, and yeah, shelter they do. their children yeah. way too much. Yeah, and I know, exactly. I, and I know we've talked about this on, on the show before, right. we have, yeah. um, but I don't know. I, that's why I, I try to expose my children to as much as possible right. i don't sugarcoat things no. i and there's consequences when your children make a mistake there's consequences yeah for them to learn that's yes. the whole fucking point yeah <laughs> it's not exactly. no one likes disciplining their children at least they shouldn't <laughs> but if you don't do it there's you know if you constantly make ex- and that's the other thing the parents make excuses for their children they so do. what they're what the children are learning is not it's just a big ugly cycle they're learning how to make excuses exactly yeah. So, so yeah, like I said, I did, I did agree with that, that one for the you know most part, but I think that's, that's just a general thing to me. Yeah. I don't, I don't see that as any kind of, you know, cog in the wheel of success. I just think it's, it's a cog in the wheel of living in a society. Exactly. And, that, and that's kind of why I said, you know, I kind of looked at it, not only, I did look at it on an individual level, but I also looked at it on a societal level right, too. Right. Um, I don't know. So, number five, mm-hmm. it says uh, give up on give up on the fixed mindset. Right. It says people with a fixed mindset think their intelligence or talents are simply fixed traits, and that talent alone leads to success. Without hard work, they're wrong. Successful successful people know this. Obviously, successful whatever. Mm-hmm. They invest an immense amount of time on a daily basis to develop a growth mindset, acquire mm-hmm. new knowledge learn new skills, and change their perception so they can benefit their lives. Mm-hmm. Remember, who you are today is not who you have to be tomorrow. Right. Um, Which I think is again, it's, dead on. Yeah, it's, it's, it is. And I even put agree uh, agree with this, but um, you know, being willing to learn, to grow, to expand. I mean, those, uh, but those, are, those are things that, I mean, they should be standard. You should, they should be, that's something that should be taught to a first grader. It should be, but... You know, over the last couple of years, I've seen this growing trend that it's okay to be dumb. 
Right. Um, well, we, it, we live school, in an anti-intellectual society. School, school isn't as isn't as important as people think it is. I, right. I hear people all the time talk about that. Right. You know, unfortunately, the complete opposite is reality. Right. You know, you, you need to no matter what you do in life. I don't care if you're a single mother working three jobs to support your kids or whatever. You should still make an effort every day to learn something new. Right. Well. <sighs> It's easy for you to say. It is easy to say, but it only takes... If you get three hours a day to sleep and one hour a day to spend with your kids and the rest is all done working, it's pretty hard to learn something every day. But but it doesn't need to to be something big. It doesn't need to be something big. And that's not the rule either. No. Those are the exceptions. But... uh, so we as a society can't be satisfied with that, that knowledge, with the knowledge we leave high school with or college with. We need to make a concerted effort every day to continue... Continuing right. in your in your schooling, basically, right, and it doesn't necessarily mean going to school. No, no, like no. It could be learning know, a new learning a new skill at work or something like that. I Some, think it's even as simple as picking some, up a book of a book and reading it. Something you didn't know before, yeah. you're going to learn so. something to advance your life. At, you know, in in any particular order, right. um, in any direction. You know, something something that's going to elevate you. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, like I said, I I didn't really have a problem with that. I mean, again, it's kind of a a no dust situation. Maybe. Yeah. So let's get to magic bullet, I guess. Cause that's, uh, I put duh because I, I mean, we, we, there's I no mean, magic bullet in any, no, anything, and I kind of touched on it. So number six is, uh, give up believing in the magic bullet, which is something I have harped on for right. a freaking decade. Cause what are you I talking hate it. About? What are you talking about? I've, I, I, it's not a magic bullet. If you believe that your retirement fund should just come from the lottery, right? Winning the lottery. Well, other things. <laughs> so it says, <laughs> It says overnight success is a myth. Successful people know that making small, continual improvements every day will compound over time and give them the desired results. Right. I mean, it, it, it's pretty simple. Yeah. It's again, it's a no dust situation. Um, but you know, I see it all the time: diet pills, diet drinks, yeah, uh, patches, you know, energy patches, and things like that. To be completely honest, I think all it should all be outlawed. Well, because all it does, it won't, is, be, but it, it won't be because it's, it's a billion dollar market, right? But it feeds into the magic bullet theory. Oh, I don't need to go out there and bust my ass and exercise. I'm going to take this diet pill. Right. Or, Hey, I'm going to drink these drinks. These drinks will make me healthy. Yeah. I mean, it, it's been going on forever. Well, not forever, but it, it definitely, it, it, I think something, stuff like that kind of started in the. What the eight late eighteen hundreds maybe snake oil yeah I mean it, that's, that's all it is well there's actually a thing called snake oil that's well I real, know that but <laughs> the the, that's, the premise of it yes yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're all you know they're just selling snake oil is all they're doing there's no magic bullet to anything right you know anything worth working anything worth working towards only is accomplished with through hard work right I'm sorry that's no, that's all it that's is absolutely true no no arguing there so. And like I said, you know, I was joking about the, I joke about that all the time when people talk about retirements. Like, I'm like, oh, my retirement's fine. I'm just going to win the lottery. We'll yeah. be fine. Well, yeah, that's, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, unfortunately, it's, it's true. You know, at one time, the American dream was for, mm-hmm. for our, our, I'd say, our, you know, at least our parents' lifetime from the time they were born until now, well, not now, but right. I'd say probably in the last 20 or 30, 30 years has changed, but. For much of the 1900s, it was the American dream was having a good job, yeah, being able to 
to afford a nice house and a nice not even community. a nice house, just a house, a house, their family, and yeah. have a family, have, have a retirement, you know. But that's all gone. Right. The, the American dream, well, even even retirement. I mean, my grandparents didn't have four hundred one ks. No, they were they relied on their social security. Four hundred one ks are it's garbage. Right, it, it's garbage. Yeah. Well, but, it is, but I mean, you're working. It's working towards it. You're, you're it is. You're working, but for you're it. never going to be able to retire off a four hundred one k. No, but then again, nobody's going to be able to retire off of uh, Social Security anymore either. If I had my plan, if they put my plan in, they would. Well, but that yeah. will never happen. No, um, it, it, it never will. So, <laughs> the uh, I don't know. It just the whole magic bullet thing. It's it's always. Right. Yeah, I mean, if and go. I mean, to that, I, I look at. Uh, I mean, your your dad's retired, but he he retired because of his health. Yeah, my dad did too. Uh, my mom is younger, a little bit younger, uh, but in the situation she's in, she's not going to be able to retire until she's probably 70. And if that, even if then, that, yeah, even then, because it's just not, like you said, the 401ks aren't enough. The, the, uh, social security's not enough. No. So what's what? And that's, and that's the point I was getting at. The American dream now is winning the lotto. Right. It's not building. Anything. But see, and that's, I, I guess that's the one little other side of the magic bullet situation is because we've, we're in a society where that's all we have to look forward to. That's yeah. the only hope we might have. Yeah. Um, because otherwise you're literally dying on the assembly line. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, that's, I don't have any retirement plans. I don't have, I mean, what little social security I might get wouldn't be enough. Yeah. You know. So, I mean, looking at it right now, 30 years from now, who's to say? But Yeah, even if it's even there. It, right, right. And that's, I mean, I, my, our moms are the same age. Um, They're not even old enough to collect Social Security. Yet, no. You know, well, so if they, even if they wanted to, if they had to, you know. But, yeah, I don't know. Like you said, they're, that's an, it's a... My biggest problem with this list was essentially just a lot of it was just no brainer. I know, here, but like, you know? like I said before, yes, it's, it is common sense, but yeah. it's something that I would say a majority of the people in this country don't do. Right. Let's move on to the seventh one because so, there's the, that's kind of a two sided yeah, one for well, me. Well, seven kind of ties into one of the earlier ones. A little bit. Yeah. It says, uh, give up your perfectionism. All right. Uh, but. And the problem I had with that, and maybe, I mean, because I did read it, but I mean, maybe I didn't read it all the way through or properly. Uh, no, it says nothing will ever be perfect. That's obvious, but it's never going to be, it, knowing it's never going to be perfect shouldn't mean that you should stop trying to make no, it No, 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 no. I think what, because, well, it says, it says nothing will ever be perfect, no matter how how much we try. Right. Fear of failure or even fear of success often prevents us from taking an action or putting our creation out there in the world. But a lot okay. of but a lot of opportunities will will be lost if we if we wait for the the things to be right, which I I think there are a lot of people out there that kind of wait for the perfect opportunity. I'm not gonna right. I'm not gonna go out and do this until this happens or when that happens or you know the they wait like I said they wait for the perfect opportunity to act on on something right and and a lot of the times if you wait until the situation's perfect it's never gonna happen. You're, it's, it'll always just be a dream. You'll never actually act on any of it. Yeah, and I agree with that. Um, but like I said, the first way when I first read it, I just I kind of took it from this. 
there's nothing wrong with failing. There's, I, I don't have a problem with I do, but it's not about failing, but you should never, never give up on trying to make whatever it is you're doing the best you possibly can. Oh, I think yeah. even, you know, perfect is not an option, but the best that you are capable of, your mm-hmm. absolute 100% best, shouldn't that should be and, right at the and, top and of the I list. And I don't think it's necessarily going at about that way. I, you know, I'm not, I'm, I don't read that as, you know, this has to be done perfect. I'm think I look at it more of, people wait for a perfect situation right and the perfect situation isn't going to ever happen no yeah uh, yeah that, and that's kind of I the way that, that. and that's kind of the way i read that. right and that's where i again like i said i put done parentheses on almost every one of these <laughs> so uh number eight is the one that i kind of had a problem with yeah probably maybe for the same reason i did um so number eight is give up multitasking yeah how is what that was the only note I wrote. I put how. Well, because I, I hold on a second. So it says successful people know this, and that's why they choose one thing and beat it into submission, uh-huh. no matter what it is—a business idea, a conversation, or a workout. Being fully present and committed to one task is indispensable, which is true. I think a lot of people. Um. Now, obviously, I don't agree. Right. Wholeheartedly, because this kind of goes kind of contradicts the one before it. Yes, because I think multitasking in today's world is essential to success. It has to be. There's no way you can get around it. Life is multitasking. Yeah, yeah. you know, unfortunately, far too many people, I think, spread themselves too thin. Oh, that could be true, too. And and they're unable to complete anything, really. True. You know, so I I believe you you, you need to focus your attention on on a smaller number of tasks Uh um, to eventually lead you to the place you want to be. Right. It's kind of the way I look at it. I yeah, think, but I, I think multitasking is essential. It's essential. And it's, it's, there's no way around it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, life is multitasking. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I, I, you know, it says that they choose one thing and beat it in submission. Okay. I, they, they, they do choose one thing and beat it in submission while they're doing five other right things, you know? So I, I, I don't know. I think as long as you're giving enough focus to what you're doing, yeah, in whether it's one task or 20 tasks, as mm-hmm. long as you're giving the attention that's necessary to complete those yes. tasks, that's, and, that's again, it's one of those things that maybe that should have been worded differently yeah. too. Um, but, but no matter what you're doing, like I said before, you know, when it gets to, it, it, it's going to get tough. It's going to be hard working towards whatever you're doing. If you're working two jobs and trying to go to school, it's going to be painful. Right. You're, you know, it's going to be hard. Oh yeah. But you know, it's something that even though it is tough, you need to keep pushing yourself forward every day, working towards whatever goal you want to succeed in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, uh, my notes got a little thin at this point because the next, next one I put, my only note for that one was how as well. (laughs) Oh, really? So, so, uh, so number nine, Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but whenever I say number nine, I always hear Beatles in my head. But. Uh, that's our, <laughs> For people that have never heard the White Album, they have no clue what I'm talking about. And if you haven't heard the White Album, come on, guys. I know, I know. You know expand that, your horizons. Well, that'll be something we'll have to, uh, one of the things we'll have to review on uh, on our show. The White but, Album? Or yeah. just the Beatles catalog in general? No, just the White Album. Just White Album? Okay. Fair enough. Um, so number, one. number nine is give up your need to control everything. And this is the one thing I have a very hard time with. Uh-huh. So it says uh, that's that's why I put how because because yeah. it's it's kind of a double edged sword. I, 
you can't control everything. It kind of goes to the whole thing about not not ever you can never be perfect. Yeah, you're never going to have full control over everything in every aspect of your life. But I think the drive to try is what could make us successful. You know, if you want to establish control over this aspect or that aspect of your life, those are goals too. Yeah, those are setting goals. Uh, I actually kind of forgot where I was going with that, but it's. I know we can't do it, but I think to some degree we should we should open ourselves up to trying on yeah. certain things. Obviously, you can't control how long you're going to live or how long you're going to be healthy. Mm-hmm. You can't control how long this is going to last or that anything like that. But th- there are aspects of your life that that you may not have control over, yeah. but at trying to establish control or gain control over those things as much as you possibly can mm-hmm. is a goal in, in and of itself. Yeah. So. I don't know, but you know, like I said, I have a hard time. I I always want to control everything. Yes, so that's where I kind of have a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just agreeing with you. You would have a whole lot more work if I didn't control everything. <laughs> I I don't mind the work. I, I wouldn't mind the but, work, but I, you know, I'm I'm not. I don't mind you doing it all too. So so kind of the way I look at it, you know, is, is we we as a society waste far too much energy on try and control everything, everything right. we do, everything we interact with. And, and that energy could be used in a far more constructive way, focusing on things that we can control. You know, it's kind of just the simple way I kind of look at it. I think with, with, with as far as on societal level, there's a lot of, there's so many things that are important that we have no control over. Yeah. Um, not to get political, but for instance, like, I mean, the North Korea thing, we as citizens have no control over that. No. If they want to launch bombs, they're going to launch bombs. They are. We have zero control over that. But that's kind of indicative of a lot of things in our lives where we really not having control is what stresses us out. Yeah. It's not that we want necessarily to have control over that, but not having the choice, not having the control can but lead think, to a lot of anxiety. But I think we focus too much on it. So what I wrote on here was... I said, uh, whether it's getting hired for a position after you've inter- interviewed for it, um, what other people might say or think about you, wars right. or natural disasters, the yeah. weather, there are many things that we waste our time on that we cannot True. control. But some of those things, like for instance, the job interview thing, if you go in there, you have no control over their decision, Correct. but you have control over how you perceive your your. And that's why I said after the interview. Okay. Well, I, I mean, as long, at the end of the day, as long as you've done what you believe to be your best, you don't really need control no. over that, that end of it. But I think we need to focus on things that we can control, right. you know, so being honest, right? caring for your family, being a good person, taking care of your body, being a good friend to others, learning new skills, focusing on your education. These are all things that, that should matter to most of the people in our society. But they spend their time looking for the meaning of life in their cell phone. I mean. <laughs> well, that also goes to another one here, too. It, it does. So, it does. Uh, but um, do you think people are looking for the meaning of life through their cell phone, or do you think they're just trying to escape from life in their cell phone? I don't know. I've always and, seen and, it more and, as an and escape. And I do touch on that. I just, yeah. it, it's a great line from a Logic song. <sighs> okay. Well, I mean, I think most people are trying to find the meaning of life in, in other far well, well just as insignificant things i interact i interact with a lot of people in their early to mid 20s uh-huh. on a daily basis a lot of them are looking for the meaning of life in their phone really yes 
doesn't give us much hope, much hope for the future, does it? Because they're not going to find it there. No, no, they're not. But we'll they're, get, they're, you're not going to find the meaning of life anywhere. But we'll get but, into that, you know. we'll get into that in a couple minutes. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, which ready? one are we on? It's number nine still? We're on number ten, I think. No. Okay. Unless well, we're moving on to number ten. I didn't have much else to say as far as that goes. So. Okay. So number ten, give up on saying yes to things that don't support your goals. Okay. This one was, again, I mean, the way it's worded is kind of a, a no-brainer situation. I don't really, I don't know. It's, it kind of goes to everything else, you know. It does. And it, so does the next one and the one after that. I think the last three or last four of these could all be summed up in one statement. But well, yes to, a degree, no, to a degree. To a degree. Um, yeah, I mean, if, you, if, you have a, if you've set a goal for yourself to be, well, like you, for example. As long as I've known you, you've always wanted to be a family man. That's kind of always been your primary goal, your yeah. future goal. Um, would you have achieved that goal if you were, you know, buying hookers in your early 20s? <laughs> Maybe, but, Maybe. you know, you might have also gotten a good case of herpes. That's true. <laughs> or syphilis or gonorrhea. Right, right. So saying no to those types of things, I mean, I understand because those are counterproductive to what your 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 plan was. I don't know. It just to me, it, it, it's a no-brainer. You, yeah, you know, but you know, the if you so, want to be a police officer, you don't you don't start a meth habit. You know, if you want to be a politician, you don't. You know, nah, but I kind of I, I kind of look at it at a, at a I think in a different way. So I mean, if goals, whether they're short term or long term, need to be a priority, right? And and if people in your life don't support your goals, they don't support the 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 way you work towards accomplishing them goal, their, the goals, mm. why do you have them around? Right. I mean, so. Well, I mean, I look at more, it's not that if they don't support the, if they're not an ends to a uh, means to an end, that's one thing. But if they're in direct conflict with you achieving those yes. goals, that's where I, that's where I see it as a. And, and unfortunately you get in a situation, especially when you have people that are, working towards lofty goals in life. Right. That you tend to get a lot of people that I think get jealous of the path you've taken. Mm. And it just, it's, yeah, so, those... so no matter, you know, keeping these people around in life, no matter how, how much do you think they mean to you, you know, they're only stopping you from reaching your potential. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at some point you've got to, well, it's it's a matter you've of you've got to give up on the toxic people as number eleven number says. Number eleven says exactly. <laughs> well, and it, it's even not even so much about giving up on toxic people, but being a, being being able to identify those that are toxic and not giving them the ability to yes. slow you down. Yeah, you don't necessarily have to get rid of toxic people necessarily. Just don't. Uh, what I wrote was, don't be sheep. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. it's pretty much that that simple. You know, don't let we, others distract you from what you feel you need to do or what you want to do we live in a country full of sheeple yes we do yes um i don't like that word but it's no, so appropriate it is i yeah i just don't like i don't i don't know because it's sheeple. maybe i don't like it because it is so appropriate i don't know uh, you know we the americans used to be we were leaders not followers now we're just a group of followers uh, well i don't know I, I think we still have the ability to be leaders but we fail at putting effective leaders where they need to be. Yeah, that's that is a big. And, and I'm not talking about just government. No, I no, mean, you're right. It, it, it's it, every, every every in every aspect yeah. of life. It goes to. I mean, there's there's bad teachers. There's bad clergy. 
Yeah, there's bad everything. Yeah, but, but but I say I'm I'm being I'm being politically correct here. There are I'm agreeing with your statement. There are bad people in leadership in all those other and areas. And everything is what I'm pointing um, out. Yeah, and so moving on to number eleven. Since yeah. I kind of already touched on it. Well, yeah, it's, it's, well, G- we, giving, it's, giving up on toxic people. It says, uh, people we spend the most time with add up to who we become. Um, I don't see that's, I, I don't I think, think it's that's true. I, I think, it's I think very it can true. be true. You know, I think it is true for in a lot of cases, but it doesn't have to be. Don't be sheep. Well, I know that, but I think it's, I kind of look at it like, uh, you know, the old saying, you are what you eat. It's the same thing. Right. You, you are the company that you keep. Well, if no, you, if you put yourself around drug addicts and people true. like that, that's, 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 well, that's what you're going to end up with. When I was a kid, my grandma always used to say, if you're going to hang around with, with people who are going to, kids who are going to do bad things, you will be guilty by association, whether you do them or not. Yes. So, I mean, that's, that is true, but you know, I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm not suggesting that everyone just start hanging out with, you know crack dealers you don't have to do crack but you can still hang out with crack dealers no i'm not saying that i'm just saying how toxic a person is to you is dependent on you it's it's one of those situations like i think what this is saying is if you want to reach a certain level in life right put yourself around the people that are already at that level oh well that's what that's saying if you want to be something put yourself in that group that's, that's a little easier because, said than done. Because I know it is. It's very hard to do. It's very hard to do. But the people that are already there are going to be more willing to help you get to that point than the people that are be- below you or behind you. True. They're not going to push you up. They're only going to drag you back. Right. Put people that are above you and, 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 and create an environment where they can pull you up. Yeah, that makes sense. I suppose it's just like I said, it's a lot harder than you think. You uh, of course it is. I know. I I know it's hard. Yeah, I mean, a, like, a, a lot of this stuff is is no brainers and things like that. And, but it's still a lot of it's also very difficult to do. Right. Yep. Go to number ten because it's essentially like I said. The last few of these are just or not number ten. Number twelve. Um, number ten. Number twelve is uh, give up. Give up your need to be liked, right? Which is uh, something a lot of people I have a hard time yeah. with. Yeah, well, it's it, and that really it's it goes to don't be sheep because being being liked, it's, it is. But it is, it, it's, it's all a lot same. harder than that because I think a lot of this give up your need to be liked goes into I think a lot of it goes into bullying and things like that also. Well, true, is, true. Where you know, at least when I was in school, everyone I think everyone got bullied to and, some degree. To, we to all some did. Degree, yeah. we, all, we all did. And we all um, were bullies to somebody else. It was it was kind of a cyclical, yeah, and you know but, thing. But you know, I think I had a less of a an issue with it when I was growing up because I didn't give a shit. Yeah, I didn't. Either. I didn't give a shit what people were didn't saying. Much about bother me. me either. You know, no matter what you do in life, there's always going to be people that don't like you, that don't like the goals that you're working towards. Um, but and and once you get even closer to your goals, there's going to be even more people that are not right. like you. You know, I think it, depending on what you're doing in life, if you're working towards goals, it, the the closer you get to it, the more you're going to get haters. Right. Yeah. I, I, that's again, I've never, I've never much given two shits about what people thought about me. You know, I mean, it, it's nice to be liked, but yeah. it doesn't define who I am by I, who likes me. I've always said I'd rather be feared than loved. 
Well, feared. No, I don't like that idea. Well, I don't I mean, want to be just, feared, but I don't want to. I don't necessarily need to be loved either. So yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I just um, want to be me. I don't give two shits about any of the other shit. Yeah. So I guess you know you just need to block out all that noise. Yeah, and just uh, and just continue to work towards what you want um, with social media and internet today. Uh, the negative voices that live in and around those mediums, uh, you know, they just. Unfortunately, a lot of times they're louder voices than the voices of support. True. So well, it's, it's, it's always going to be those toxic people are always going to be louder than, than the positive people because the positive mm-hmm. people don't have to be as loud, you know? I don't know. Just, uh, be confident in what you're doing. Yeah. And it'll all work out in the and, end. And guess. be willing again to fail because if you yes. fail, you know that you're, what you were doing was the wrong path and you can take a different path. You can learn from it. Yeah. So, um. So my favorite thing, which is number 13, right. which is something that I know I've discussed on this show before. We, yeah, we have. We is, had a whole podcast about it, I think, a whole, was, a whole episode. It was our it. very first episode. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? It was. Uh, give, up on your dependency, give up your dependency on social media and television. Mm. Impulsive web, web browsing and television watching are diseases of today's society. Is this, oh, this Did you say one. impulsive or compulsive? Impulsive. Oh, I don't know if it is impulsive. I thought it was compulsive. But, but anyway, it doesn't matter. That's what the article says. Mm-hmm. These two should never be an escape from your life or your goals. Unless your goals depend on either, you should minim- minimize or even eliminate your dependency on them and direct that time towards things that can enrich your life. I want to live in a world of make-believe. What, where social media and television don't exist? No. I want to live in a world of make-believe. That's why I watch TV. Oh. Well... <laughs> For whatever, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, an hour or, you know, we've all had those moments where we sat and watched TV for an entire fucking day. Yeah. You know, for those moments, eh, it's, it's escapism as long as, it's, as, the, as long as you don't let it go too far. I, I read something not too long ago. It says we interact with, you interact with your phone on average like 700 times a day. And I don't. I mean, well, so that's a lot I mean. of people do. A lot, a a lot, lot of people, people might. And, and, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, all that stuff. All the other social media, you know, it, it can be a useful tool mm-hmm. or as you said, you know, an escape from, from just a your break. everyday life. Yeah. Yes. Take a, take but, a break. But looking, looking, like I said before, looking to find the meaning in that thing, the meaning of life. Yeah. So you I know, don't it, understand it, how you could. It, I mean, I'll, people that's, I know people that live for Instagram that live for Snapchat, but where, then that's where, all they, it, and that's all they do. What are they getting out of it? I don't nothing, understand. Nothing. They're wasting time. They're wasting Well, they have to be getting energy. something. No, they have, they have to, whether it's right or real, they're getting something they're, from They it. are getting it. They're getting likes. They're yeah. getting things. You well, know. that kind of goes to everything else we've been talking about. I know that. You know? I know that. Because without so, that, does, I mean, I can, when I'm taking a shit, I'm on Facebook. Yeah. But as soon as I'm done with that, I mean, occasionally I might glance, but I don't really. I'm not on it very often. Yeah. I mean. You know, it, it's. I have a hard enough time posting stuff about our show on there. Right, let alone, and that's that's a goal. <laughs> that's a real thing. But I've seen think. people. I've seen people out in public in groups where they're walking down the street. I, I used to see it in Nashville when I worked there. Uh-huh. A group of people walking down the street, and then they would just stop so they could all take selfies with something, and and, and it was like every five minutes they were doing this. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I, I was thinking to myself, why not just enjoy what you're doing? Right. Why do you need to, I don't understand the, the, the mindset of, I need to put this out so people, other people can see what I'm doing and they can like what I'm doing so I can feel better about myself or feel better about whatever. 
It's like a drug. It, I suppose it is. I mean, and I and you're, I'm not. I don't suppose. I know you're right. It's it is absolutely a drug. But it's one. I mean, I can understand chemical dependency. I don't understand that electronic dependency. Well, but it's not. It's not even about that. I mean, that's like saying. You know, are you, when you're smoking crack, are you addicted to the crack pipe or are you addicted to the crack? The phone is not the, the it's no, the crack no. pipe. What's, it's, it's the, it's it's the stuff the, that they're getting from it that. Yes. So, but I don't, I don't know what they're getting. At least with crack, I know they're getting high. Yeah. I don't know what they're getting from this, this gratification. I don't understand it. So this obviously doesn't even apply to me. Yeah. And I, if I can't understand the problem, I can't understand why it's a problem yeah i mean i know i understand why it's a problem but you know what i mean it's yeah. this one i just put moderation because I, I i focused more on the tv aspect of it because you know we all we were we grew up in the 80s and 90s we were raised on tv to a degree yeah but you know in moderation yeah nothing's wrong with it yeah because like you said we grew up watching tv shows you know family night and things like that yeah, but it was yeah. it was never it was never a huge aspect of life well, we right. were always no, we doing were, other things. Also, we weren't babysat by the TV. Yes, and there are a lot of people today that, that are, are yes. that are not only, not necessarily maybe babysat by TV, but they're babysat by YouTube, right? Or Netflix or whatever Hulu, whatever. They're yeah. ba- you know it's the uh, here Johnny, you know here go go on go Netflix f- find something to watch. Yeah, go go find yeah. something to watch. But you know I think we need to we as a society need to do a much better job of filling our lives with more meaningful fulfilling things mm. well and there's nothing yeah i i couldn't couldn't agree more on that it's i don't know i don't like i said this was kind of a non-issue to me because i just don't understand i mean granted i'm not saying that i and and to be completely honest i probably watch more tv than i should yeah but at the end of the day it doesn't interfere necessarily with anything else i'm doing because it's all in moderation to a point unless it's interfering with long-term goals you have if you're spending no, i don't I, but, I, but I think this is that's what this is talking about though. yeah i don't this think is so. this is talking about instead of going to school looking for a job mm-hmm. doing something that's going to better their lives instead they're spending it watching jerry springer or whatever they watch now right and playing right. on facebook yeah that, see, that, that that ties up their time i mean there's definitely been i can honestly say there's definitely times where i should be doing something and I'd watch TV instead. I mean, yeah. so I mean, I guess to a degree, that's it's it's about counterproductive, yeah, but it, it's it's still in a, in, in moderation relative to what this yeah, particular I, article is yeah. expressing it to be. So I don't know. Again, it's like I said, it's a no brainer. Moderation. I don't necessarily see it as a disease, but then again, I didn't really take into account that there. I guess we are living. We, there is a generational lie right now that yes. does live through it. <sighs> I see it. Not I, live through it, live in it. Yes, I see it every day. Because they're not living through it. If well, they are. If that they're is living bad through as, it. If it's as bad as you say it is, no, they're 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 trapped in it. I remember. So, I see that as a trap. So a couple of years ago, I went to Chicago with my oldest son, Jack. We went to Chicago for a Manchester United soccer mm-hmm. game, and they've got a really great uh, history museum out there. Mm-hmm. So me and Jack go to the history museum, and- the the group of people that were in front of us through the so there's this big dinosaur section where they got all the, mm-hmm. the it's a boat. natural history museum yeah yeah okay. yeah so we're going through there and you know they've got all the dinosaurs set up and everything and the group of of you know they were probably late teens early twenties in front of us mm-hmm. every single display all they were doing was taking selfies 
with the dinosaurs. Right. I'm like, they're not learning anything. They're about not it. learning anything. Right. What do you? What do you? Well, why are you even there? Yeah. Just so you can take a picture with with the triceratops and you can put it on Facebook. Yeah. I mean, what's what 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 the what, what's the point of that? Yeah. I, well, I don't see it. So I remember, I and and Jack even said something about. it. <laughs> Well, your son, your son's pretty bright, so he, he sees he sees he, things that most he, he takes, adults don't see. He takes after his daddy. Well, not to say anything about my wife, but right? I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but and if she listens to this episode, that's all she's going to get from is I'm trying to say something, but right, I'm not. Well, she she may be you know smart, but she's still a woman. <laughs> Hey, she's a, a woman working on her second master's, so I can't say indeed, anything. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> well, I know I've, you've both tried to get her on the podcast because I, I think know. she has insight that we may not have. I know that. She, I think she's going to be on. I think I got her convinced to do an episode of Entertainment Now with us. So, oh, that's cool. So, Because that's something she's probably more comfortable with. She yeah. Doesn't, she, does she, doesn't, she doesn't like putting her opinion out there. Out there. Yeah. So that's cool. I mean, a lot, not a lot of, a lot people, of people do. do. Well, no, I think too many people do. She's probably, she's a breath of fresh air as far as that goes. Cause instead of just hitting people over the head with their opinions, like I do, I do too. I, I like uh, doing that. I do like doing that, but <laughs> it's not, if, as long as we do it in a, in the form that we do it in, in a constructive, in a manner. constructive manner, most people don't. Yeah. Um, no. And that's the one thing I, I have learned yeah. is, a lot of people have lost the ability, and maybe that has something to do with social media right. and things. People have lost the ability to have constructive conversations. Well, because if I guess if it's as bad as you're saying, because I'm, I'm sure it is, that's all Facebook and Instagram and Twitter is. You you wait for someone to say something or do something, and then, and you, then you just comment. Or, you, you're, or you're instantly outraged by something. Right. Or they're attacking your beliefs somehow. Yeah. You can't have, okay... I understand, Ian, I know that we have differing opinions on music, Yes, but, but we are able to sit down and relatively have, have <laughs> civil conversations. A civil conversation. I, honestly, as, as differing as our musical opinions are for the most part, we can be far more civil about that than we could, that we will potentially have on our religion conversation, <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm able to have a, because I've had that conversation yeah. for a very long time. Yeah. So I, I, I have no... Oh, you know, I mean, we're not going to like, I have no question that I will be civil about it, but I don't know. You, you probably won't be, but anyway, and I think I'll be civil, but passionate. And and that's, uh, (laughs) and I think that'd be the interesting thing about our new show entertainment now is, is so politically we have similar beliefs. Mostly. Yeah. Um, when it comes to movies and music, we really don't. No, no. That's, I think that's honestly, that's going to make a good dynamic for it. So I think, I think it'd be a good show. Um, and it's not something that we have to be all like yelling at each other about because it's, it's not important, you know, it's important to us to a degree, but it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's it's, all subjective. It is. It is. So I don't know. I ain't got anything else to add. I don't know if you do or not. Not really. Cause at the end of the article there's, it says a call to action and it's about the, uh, productivity and it says check out his free guide the ultimate productivity cheat sheet which i, I did not well, i do. did not do i don't I, because I don't. and i even i was like at the end of the article because like i pointed out a lot of it is derivative it's a lot of repetitive stuff a lot of it could it, be condensed into, and then i started thinking okay check out when it says i said check out saw that written i'm like oh buy my book you know it's uh, that that's that self-help but 
bullshit not, that not I really, really have a problem. Not really, because it says check out my free guide. I, I know. I did. I did see it that does after say the free, fact. So it's not selling anything. I didn't. But I didn't no, write anything. No, I understand that. that but, you know. it, some aspects of it is rep- are repetitive, but and derivative. But they're not. Yeah. You know, there they there is some overlap in some of them, mm. but they're still talking about different aspects of it. True. So well, and I mean, if you think about how we've approached this, even on from two almost two separate or very different perspectives, the it still it still goes to the same thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not. Uh, I don't know. I just I've always had a, a an, an aversion to the idea of self help. Because if it's self-help, you're doing it yourself, period. And I understand what you were saying about having that helping hand mm-hmm. or having help, having people help you to find your flaws so that you can fix yes. them. But then it's not self-help. No, no, no. But it's helping you help yourself. Yeah. Then, it, then it's not help. It's, it's education. It I mean, it's... it's I think you're splitting hairs. I am splitting hairs, but it's, you know, that's how I, 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 I said at the very beginning you, of this, you, I, I have you, a literal mind. You have a tendency to go negative into whatever you're doing. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. You do. You, I, you, 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 you seem to be openly hostile to, I, I to the was. article when you. I was. No, I admitted that. I was openly hostile to it. Um, but my, my notes weren't openly hostile. I, I approached it from a you know, a balanced open mind, I yeah. thought. But yeah, I don't it, I I do approach those types of things, you know, from a hostile perspective because it all kind of goes to the thing that I, I I dislike the most, and that's the idea that um one person or one group has all the answers. I don't think anyone says that though. That's what that's really not, that's you, not that's not what this is. Saying. I can think of I can think of billions of people who say that every day, every Sunday specifically. No, I'll give me a fucking break. <laughs> oh, you don't think they they're saying they have all the answers? No, I don't think the they Bible, do they at say, all. They say at one, least the churches I've gone to don't say that, yeah. and they say the complete opposite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, we I want I don't know why I keep getting to that. I I do know why I keep getting to that, but it has nothing to do with our conversation. So, but yeah, no, I don't have anything else to add. I I mean. For what it's worth, the article was, it was fun to analyze. Yeah. So you know, I didn't, I maybe didn't get necessarily anything out of it that I didn't already know or anything, but it was, a, it was, a, it was an interesting, I, it was I an did. interesting I, article to analyze and, you know. I'll, uh, when I post the show, I'll post a link to the article so yeah. people can check it out. Uh, I thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah. No, it was good. And it was a good change of pace as far as uh, an episode goes to talk about something like that. So. I don't know. Well. Anything else to add, I guess? No. Are you all done? Yeah. Not, I, I don't know what you're talking I thought I, if anyone out there so, thinks that I was you know, overly negative or closed-minded to anything you're here. You're always overly negative. But anyway, so you can check us out on uh, check us out on our fa- – uh, not on our Facebook, but uh, check us out on our website, uh, Life in General MI. No, I'm sorry. I'm messing that up. Yeah, Life in General. Life in General Podcast.com. <laughs> I'm pulling an E in here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so check us out on our website. Uh, we always have the latest episode of this show and Partisan Bites. And we, when we have our our new shows up, I'll post uh, I'll post the uh, episodes on there also. So you can check us out on there. I put uh, there's some blog stuff on there you can check out. I'm gonna I'll put my show notes on there. Maybe we'll I'll write some other stuff next week and post it. Um, email us at lifeinjournalmi at gmail dot com. 
Uh, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud. Oh, I'm sorry, not on SoundCloud. Uh, yeah. iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, Podbean, all that stuff. Yep. Well, until next time. Until next time. I'll be, uh, I guess I'll be negative next time, too. <laughs> negative, <laughs> negative, negative Ian. Yes, yes. I guess. According to you. All right. All right. Talk to you all later. Peace. This shit right here, man, I'm about about it. Only real niggas reside around me. Yo, lady, drop a card around me. Dip like I know you can, bitch. Show me the rust like we in the ring. Got you some cobras, you wanna hang? Shoulder to shoulder, them niggas basic. You know I won't lie. You know that I ain't for the fuck shit. You niggas alright, but I'm way better and she love it. Know that y'all sick as fuck. Here go this tissue, bro. We taking the dub. Hoping you get you some. This here like a pick-me-up. She taking my drugs. Know they see the sign. That's some dollar sign. Know they sick as fuck. Know this sick as fuck. Tell him get well soon. Tell him get well soon. Know you sick as fuck. Get well soon. Oh shit. Watch out, you the god, Billy. Oh shit. Right now, and I'm smiling in your face, bitch. With a ghost smile, you should probably make placement to your eye. Niggas sick as fuck. Standing with niggas. Who died for that party? Who died for some bitches who showing their bodies? Swear to God, nigga, this Molly got me up and running.